This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to the September edition of my year-long podcast series on creating a more effective compliance program. Each month during this year, I'm focusing on a different topic, which will help you create a more effective compliance program. And for the month of September, I'm going to focus on innovation in compliance. First, a word from this month's sponsor, Oversight Systems. Thanks, Tom, and thanks to everyone for joining us today. Oversight's artificial intelligence platform takes a comprehensive, multi-dimensional approach to identifying anomalies that are suggestive of bribery and corruption. Our analytics look across various dimensions such as employees, attendees, vendors, and countries over an extended time period. This enables us to identify employees exhibiting patterns of potentially improper behavior or collusion that are difficult to detect by auditing a single transaction at a time. Based on the analysis, employees or vendors engaged in risky behavior are presented in a risk-ranked format for easy examination. Remediation activities and the underlying root causes are automatically documented to drive continuous improvement. Oversight clients can easily demonstrate to the board and, if ever necessary, to the regulatory authorities that proactive monitoring of business transactions for anti-bribery and corruption risk is an integral part of company operations. With Oversight's Insights On Demand, you can have a best practice approach to identify possible violations in travel and entertainment and procure-to-pay programs. For more information, visit us at oversightsystems.com. Innovation indeed. I hope you will join me for the entire one-month series on innovation. I'm going to take a look at artificial intelligence, social media, leadership, and structural innovations. I think you will find it a fascinating month, and at the end of the month, you will have multiple tools and techniques which you can utilize to make your compliance program not only more effective, but operationalized, more efficient, and helping you to create greater profitability for your organization. This podcast, One Month to a Better Compliance Program, is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Day 20, series wrap-up, and we take a look at What does innovation in compliance look like? So over this past month series, I've taken a wide-ranging look at various topics in innovation and compliance, from uh, artificial intelligence, uh, comtech, finding patterns in raked leaves, to embracing different styles of compliance innovation, agile compliance, Kaizen for compliance, design thinking in compliance, disruptive uh, thinking in compliance, to blockchain, super forecasting, talk extensively about the OUDA feedback loop and how you need to utilize that in your compliance function in a variety of ways. We've considered when's the right time to review something in terms of ongoing monitoring, improvisation and compliance. We took a look at some structural changes such as the uh, Regional Compliance Committee. We looked at social media innovations, use of video, using your employees to help, and really a wide variety of topics, uh, techniques, and structures that you can use in your compliance program going forward. And as I end this section on innovation, I want to conclude by laying out a roadmap which allows you as the CCO or compliance practitioner to make a more effective and better operationalized compliance program within your organization. With the evaluation of corporate compliance program, emphasis on operationalization of your compliance regime, the innovation is also often an important tool that is not considered as strongly and as importantly as it should be in your journey going forward. 
I want to base this on a recent study released by LRN Corporation, which was their 2016 Ethics and Compliance Program Effectiveness Report. Susan Devers, the senior advisor at LRN, has noted, noted the overarching theme is that ethics and compliance programs centered on values are more effective than ones that are not. A values-based approach about shaping culture emphasizes and sets expectations, not just about what can and cannot be done according to the rules, but rather what should and should not be done in, according, in alignment with core beliefs. I think this is uh, particularly important uh, to consider. And how would you move and use innovation to achieve this? It's the drive to burn compliance into the DNA of an organization that fully operationalizes it. You can think of the most recent scandal, Volkswagen, Wells Fargo, Valiant, Uber, or you name the scandal, where if an employee simply had done the right thing instead of the illegal action, how much better off the company would have been. So what are the four key points of innovation, and, or rather, what are the four key points of how innovation and compliance looks? Well, number one, the most effective ethics and compliance programs are embedded in business operations. It's critical that the company think about ethics and compliance as a part of your brand. That sure sounds like operationalization to me. By doing so, at every level in the company, you'll understand its role going forward, from the board of directors to senior management to middle management to the employee base. Moreover, companies will train and develop and promote an ethics and compliance program through each of these levels. I think if you were to use one word, here Sue's or Susan Deaver suggests, it would be holistic. And that, once again, sounds like operationalization. The first one of embedding your uh, ethics and compliance programs is into your business operations, and a big piece of that. For example, VW used to have a fantastic brand. Now, when you think of Volkswagen, you think of the massive fraud. Two, the most successful ethics and compliance programs use a variety of channels to convert guidance into practice. Here, innovation is certainly uh, cre uh, critical because an effective compliance program will communicate the corporate values throughout multiple channels throughout the company on an ongoing basis. This speaks not only to upward and downward communication, but also to inbound and outbound the company as well. But more than simply saying uh, there should be communication, you need to ass assess how the communications occur through inquiring into the clearness and conciseness of your message and whether an organization uses <clears throat> more effective com communication techniques such as shorter, more frequent training models, facilitated training workshops, ongoing communications, use of videos that we recently discussed, as opposed to simply a rote one-hour lecture from a lawyer. Communications can also be made in more subtle manners. So what are the actual behaviors that the conduct demonstrates? It's not really tone at the top, it's what are the ethical behaviors doing in terms of promotion and bonuses, because that's where really the rubber meets the road. Three, high-performing proactively, proactive compliance programs convert guidance into practice. This is something that's really not discussed enough by compliance practitioners struggling to convert Department of Justice pronouncements, comments, or lessons learned from FCPA enforcement into practical guidance. The most effective programs internalize guidance and continuously improve. Here might one 
consider the uh, example torn from the headlines when the Walmart scandal, uh, corruption scandal in Mexico erupted. The next day, I contacted the CCO to make sure he was aware of it, and he'd already told me that he had uh, put out a PowerPoint presentation to his senior management about the issue. But think about it from another perspective. You have to look for the actual challenge of the people in the of the view of the people in the country, company, whether that's a sales force, force or other disciplines. There are lots of different ways, and in positive ways, not just in negative ways. You can't really tell what people meant uh, until you really look at whether they did the right thing and how they were for. High-performing compliance programs spread their impact broadly, recognizing that it is a whole organization that needs to engage in compliance and ethics. Organizations need to move away from a silo-based approach to ethics and compliance. You can do so by reviewing the different corporate functions as catalysts for imbuing your organizational values in your in those specific corporate dis- disciplines. High-performing programs aren't sitting in a closet somewhere. They're only visited when there's an es- ethics issues. High-performing programs are out there in the organization. They work across the corporation with human resources, with internal audit, with legal, and with sales and marketing to make sure that ethics are a part and parcel of the business operations. Once again, that's a great description of operationalization of your compliance program and what Wei Chen continually talks about in thinking about your compliance program. This month, I've reviewed a variety of innovations in compliance, from innovations in structure, use of social media tools and concepts, to new and different ways to consider your internal resources as ways to innovate in your compliance regime. The Department of Justice has consistently said that a compliance program must evolve. It must evolve to meet new or updated risks, new opportunities, or indeed different regulations. Innovation is one of the best ways to evolve. Finally, perhaps most importantly, as a compliance practitioner, always remember you are only limited by your imagination. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, number one, and really a key takeaway for the month, innovation in and of itself is one of the most overlooked and underutilized tools in, in compliance. Never stop innovating. Two, operationalizing your compliance program going forward will require innovation, and you must use it. And three, most importantly, as with most compliance initiatives, you are only limited by your imagination. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you again for listening to this episode of One Month to More Effective Innovation and Compliance. If you have listened to this podcast on iTunes, I hope that you would rate our podcast as would help in our rankings and help get the word out about the only monthly podcast series in compliance, which will help you create a better compliance program. Also, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. This is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I hope you'll join me again tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.